Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is the Lois Wetzel Show, and I'm your host and executive producer, Lois Wetzel, coming to you live at 9 a.m. Central Time from Houston, Texas. This radio show is free all the time to my listeners. I have an archived audio library of spiritual and metaphysical teachings here available free at any time of the day or night to everyone on earth with access to a computer. These shows are educational and most of the time I'll be interviewing others who will be telling about what they know, the books they've written or the spiritual work that they do. And sometimes I'll be the one doing the teaching, so please join us anytime, either live or later in the archives. I have a free email newsletter to sign up for that or just to read what's on my website. Go to hotpinklotus.com. Also, I've published two books so far, Edina, Energy Medicine from the Stars, available on Kindle, and Akashic Records, Case Studies of Past Lives, available on Amazon and Kindle. The second book, Akashic Records, is about Akashic Records readings that I've done for other people and the effects of these readings on their lives. I'm still doing Akashic Records readings, so if you're interested, contact me. The call-in number for this show, if you want to make a comment or ask a question on the air, is 347-945-5309. Well, good morning. It is 9 o'clock Central Time, and I realize my intro says that I broadcast live from Houston. I need to re-record that because I've been moving around a lot, traveling. Um, And right now I'm on an extended sabbatical at a cabin on Lake Hamilton in Hot Springs, Arkansas where one of the largest crystal mine or crystal fields in the world is uh, located. And so that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about relocation today because the more I talk to other people about what I've just done and in coming to this high-energy area from a very dense um, energy of a, the fourth largest city in the United States, um, the more I talk to other people about that, the more I realize that a whole lot of people are getting urges, nudges to go somewhere else. Maybe their energy is needed in um, a big city. Maybe it's time for that person to shine their light there. Maybe their their energy is needed in another country. Or um, maybe their need to be in a rural area. For me, it was not just that I needed to decompress from 18 years in a huge city and working on other people and their stuff um, for a long, long, long time, almost 20 years. 
Um, and I'm still working on people remotely, just not in person. It's uh, easier to do it remotely, and it's also much, much more powerful. Uh, the, the sessions are more powerful. But um, more and more people are relocating right now, and I was called up here not just to decompress. I was called up here because my energy was needed here, but I didn't realize it until I got here. So this is an interesting time in the history of the world. This is a time we've been looking forward to for a long, long time. We're only, gosh, a little over a month from that Mayan calendar date, which please, if you're listening and you haven't heard this yet, the world's not coming to an end. We're just waking up. We're all waking up. And part of what that means is um, being where you're supposed to be when, when this energy, which is not going to happen overnight, you know, it's really not. Uh, when this energy, as this energy is coming in, and it's coming in from the sun, it's coming in from many other stars besides the sun. Uh, it's coming from the earth itself, herself, as she awakens, and we are transforming into homo luminous. And that's not going to happen in the blink of an eye. That's going to happen gradually. But the pinnacle of that energy, the, you know, like there's, 16 years on, on either side of that date, December 21st, 2012, that all these changes are occurring. Um, that's just the middle of the bell curve, if you want to call it that. Um, as all this is happening, some of us need to be in other locations. And so if you're feeling that, that urge or that pull um, and you don't even know why, that's okay. That's how soul energy works. I had a teacher who called it Solergy, S-O-U-L-E-R-G-Y. Soul energy works like that. It's um, you have an urge, you have a nudge, you have a sense that you're supposed to be doing something and there's nothing logical about it except in your heart. In your head, no. In your heart, yes. So if you're feeling like you're supposed to relocate, you're probably supposed to relocate. Maybe you're supposed to get in a travel trailer and go around traveling all over the country. I've got a good friend who's been 18 months uh, recently going uh, from one national park to another and just soaking up nature and meeting interesting people and teaching them things and learning things from them. Maybe you're supposed to be a traveling um, light in this world. Maybe you're supposed to go into a big city and be strong there for those who need you uh, sometimes just by being in a location. Uh, like maybe like at the workplace. A lot of people say, oh, I shouldn't be working in a corporation. I'm very spiritual. Well, maybe you should be. Maybe you need to be there to uplift those around you to help shift the vibration to a healthier place. Just so, some people may be called into the big city. Maybe it's your turn to shine there. Um, but these, these are interesting times. And of all the times in the history, the recorded history anyway, uh, that we're aware of, this is probably the most critical time to listen to your guidance, to that sense of what you're supposed to do, and you don't have to know why. You only have to trust that your guides want what's best for you. That's really important. And, you know, here's something I tell a lot of people. I'm going to tell everybody who's listening to. It sounds like a broken record, I'm sure, to some of you, but there is a really great 
tool um, brought to the planet by Tom T. Moore, M-O-O-R-E. He's written a couple of books on it. The first one is called The Gentle Way. In fact, there are two versions of that. There's part one and part two, or volume one and volume two. And it's The Gentle Way for people who believe in angels. And he's given an extremely precise but short, precisely worded prayer to ask your angels to help you because they can't unless you ask. That's one of the laws of the cosmos. We don't just, um, you know, they, they can't just fix things for us. We have to ask for help. Anything from a, a closed parking place at the grocery store to the perfect outfit for a special party or knowing when your guides are speaking to you or helping you manifest that which you believe your guides want you to do, or to help you manifest that which you know you want you to do. Um, So I highly recommend that you go there, and there are two simple prayers, a sentence each. One is for asking for something for yourself, and the other is for asking for something for someone else. And hey, it's okay to ask for something for someone else because if it's not in their highest good, the angels aren't going to do it. So, and by the way, if you do say those prayers for total strangers and they never know you did it, it burns off uh, negative karma for you. It's called karma. It's a form of karma yoga. Well, karma yoga is when you do things for someone else and they don't know you did it. They know somebody did it, or maybe they don't know anyone did it. Um, but it's conditional upon no one knowing that you did it. Okay. So relocation, a lot of people are going through that. People you wouldn't even think would be paying any attention at all to their guides. Someone I've known since I was really young and who I don't consider to be terribly spiritual, recently confided in me that he was feeling very, very drawn to move from a big city in Texas to a more rural location in um, Colorado. And I said, why do you think you're supposed to go there? And he said, well, I don't know. I just had this urge. And I said, well, I think urges are important and we should follow them. We don't think we ever have to know really logically why because you know, urges are coming from somewhere deeper. So, see, there are ways to talk to people who don't want to talk about, you know, hocus pocus. There are ways to speak to them in in a manner that is helpful and guiding. But you know, you can relocate and stay right where you are. In other words, if you're going through a really profound inner shift, it can be so intense and so deep that you are, I mean, at the cellular level even transforming so that you become someone else. Did you have to move your physical body and all your stuff? No, but you definitely relocated to another level of who you are. Also, what's going on is that we are shifting into another, some people call it dimensional frequency. I'm told by the Ankhanash, who are the ones that brought Adina me to teach to the world, the energy medicine, Adina. The Ankanash tell me that a better word is density, and truly it is, because it's more descriptive of what happens. You become more and more aware of things at a greater distance from your physical body, which is why it's really hard to live in an apartment or a condo complex when you begin to expand, because you're feeling everybody else's stuff. 
You may even, like me, be processing everybody else's stuff for them, which is exhausting, and not be aware that you're doing it, because I wasn't. Another reason I needed to be out in the woods. Um, But uh, we become more expanded, and we're more aware of what's going on around us, and when that happens, we begin to sense things we couldn't sense before, see things we couldn't see, feel things we couldn't feel, hear things we couldn't hear. Um, and maybe you're you're sitting around in a relaxed state and you feel someone brush your arm with their hand and you open your eyes or focus and there's nobody there. Perhaps it was your guardian angel. Perhaps it was a guide. Maybe it was a, an old friend who's passed over who just wanted to give you a little affection and, you know, like say, hey, it's going to be okay. Because these are rough times. A lot of people are going through, um, not everybody, but a lot of people are going through difficult times, um, times that redefine them. And it's important to go ahead and allow yourself to redefine yourself um, because resistance is futile, (laughs) to quote the board. In other words, if it's time to shift, the more you resist it, the harder it is. It's um, that's where pain comes from. Is resisting, you know, what you probably planned before you were ever born. So that's about relocation. It can be internal or it can be external. For me, just now, recently, it's been external. I don't know how long this sabbatical is going to last, um, but I'm trusting. And I'm still, you know, I was already working remotely, so there was no reason not to. Um, My client base is global, and that's really nice. I'm happy for that. Here's the other thing I wanted to talk about, and it's bilocation. Now, we know from the Bible that Jesus did that. He could appear to someone while he was actually physically in another location, Somebody would see him in that location, in a new location. Okay, so that's a pretty profound level of bilocation. Some people are doing that now. Their light bodies are traveling. Um, But there's another way to do it, and it's through remote viewing, which has been done by shamans for, you know, tens of thousands of years. They, They never lost that ability. The indigenous shaman have always taught it. And from that practice, uh, of uh, remote viewing came uh, silver mind control and out of that came something that the fellow that started Body Talk uh, teaches and it's Mindscape but all of those are remote viewing techniques there are many different ways to do remote viewing um, which is how I do distance healing sessions is through a re- remote viewing technique you don't actually have to go to that person's location though you can bring them you know, an energetic part of them to your location and work on them, which is how I do the healing. But uh, remote viewing is not, some people think, oh, well, you have to um, you have to go outside your body and do that thing where you uh, astral travel. And, no, you don't have to do that. Astral travel, I don't even like to do it. So there's, there's too many pitfalls, but astral travel can be... Um, 
It can be dangerous if you're unprotected, if you're not properly protected. But you can um, this also remote viewing requires that you um, go into an altered state, and in the the shamanic way of doing it, you you can either do it with um, you know like teacher plants like ayahuasca or San Pedro cactus, but there's another way that's quicker, easier, and more efficient and that is through a drum beat, a specific rhythm. And it's um, just a, a simple one, 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 one uh, drum beat, which is slow enough that it slows down your brainwave pattern. And there are many positions you can get into, but the basic one that I was taught when I learned shamanism in 1990, learned shamanic journeying, was lying on your back with your eyes covered this big drink of water. Listening to that slow drum beat. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, covering your eyes. Why cover your eyes? Because uh, the shaman it means the one who can see in the dark. The darker it is, the easier it is to see that movie playing inside your head. Now, what some people think happens when you close your eyes and try to uh, visualize a particular path which is laid out in the in the class. You, you do this and you do that and you do this and then you'll come to this place and um, it's easier to do again in the dark or with your eyes covered. The reason uh, for that is that you want to see a movie playing in your head and you, some people go, oh, well, that's just my imagination. Well, yep, that's right. That's what psychic ability is. It's just your imagination. And um, then... The next step, as you're listening to this drumbeat that's altering your brainwave pattern, um, is to realize that it's not, well, it's not on the back of your eyelids. A lot of people think, oh, I can't visualize it, close my eyes and I don't see anything. But what they're actually doing is physically trying to look at the back of their eyelids. That's not where the movie screen is. The movie screen is inside your head. In fact, I think it's about an inch behind uh, just above the bridge of your nose. But anyway, if you've ever imagined things happening in in your mind's eye, that's what we're going to call it, the mind's eye, that's where this movie plays. And in the beginning, when I first started teaching remote viewing or shamanic journeying, which is all the same thing, I thought, uh, well, this is odd. I'm seeing such and so, and I didn't intend to. And then I describe it or even when I'm doing teaching um, visualization in a group, a guided uh, visual meditation, people will say later, I saw that right before you said it, which means that I was narrating what I was seeing. I was not making it up because I'm seeing it suddenly. I didn't intend to see it, and they saw it too. That means we were in another location we were remotely viewing something that was actually going on in another frequency or density or dimension, as some people have called it. So I, I read a really interesting book once that explained that, and there are different, there are different levels, like you know, there's the 
uh, astral realm and there's, you know, this 3D realm we see when our eyes are open. There is also a place called, there are many different realms. There's one called the imaginal realm. And um, the way that you know you're there in the imaginal realm is that um, you see something that you didn't intend to see. And if you say it out loud in a group, like a group meditation, everybody else will tell you later they saw it right before you said it, or many of the people in the group will, the ones who can visualize. Um, And if you... So that's the imaginal realm. And by the way, the name of that book is uh, Connie uh, Connie Rodriguez. That's her name. Connie Rodriguez. She's a psychotherapist in California. Wrote it, and it's called Gifts of the Soul. Um, or it might be for the soul. Anyway, Connie Rodriguez, PhD. So um, great book, by the way. So in the imaginal realm. Everyone sees it before anyone says it. And one of the things that we've done to experiment with, well, hey, you know, how do you know, how do I know you saw that and you didn't just say, oh, I saw it too because you said it. What we do is we get up after one of these journeys where we go to look at another location and we write down what we saw and then we read from it. That way you know somebody didn't say they saw it just because you did or they weren't, there was no suggestion there that they didn't become real suggestible and say, oh, I think maybe I saw that too. No, because they wrote it down before anyone ever said a word. Therefore, it happened. You were there. And uh, sometimes these things you see when you do remote viewing will be um, kind of like in a dream. You might see somebody playing with giant white playing cards at, at their desk, and it turns out that it's, they're sorting mail. If you um, if you know what I mean about dream symbols being slightly different than um, actual the actual objects, um, and we've experimented with remote viewing, like go into another room in the house where I'm teaching the class and tell me what's in there and write it down, and then come back and share with everybody. And people, for the most part, see quite a few items that are actually in the room, although everyone's perspective is slightly different. So remote viewing is kind of like by location. You are going to another location, and occasionally people will see you there. I mean, like they'll think they saw you out of the corner of their eye and they turn to look and you're not there. So it is like on some level you're actually going there. Your um, energy field is there, and it's present with your physical body at the same time. So that's remote viewing using uh, shamanism. And it's also a form of bilocation. Now, when somebody gets really skilled at it, they can be in multiple locations at the same time, many, many locations. Um, I was interviewing uh, Dave Barnett, who is a NASA scientist, but also a mystic and lives in uh, Colorado and does healing work and so on. And he does that. He's in multiple locations at a time. And by the way, he is interviewing me um, on his radio show, Dave the Mystic, next, let's say Monday the 19th. It's Monday after next. Um, and that's going to be fun. He and I have a lot in common. We have a lot to talk about and share. And it's always a fun interview, Dave the Mystic on Blog Talk Radio. So uh, to recap, we have um, 
relocation on many levels and bilocation in many different ways. Let's see, somebody's got a question. Area code 225, I'm going to open the line to you now. Trying, anyway. Hello. Hello, 225. Hey, Lois, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me now? I can, yes. Hey, Lois, it's Bradley. Bradley, how are you? I'm doing fine. I've been listening to your show this morning, and the entire time I've, I've had in my thoughts that I need to communicate to you about your Jupiter line. Yeah. Because Tell me about it. I think moving from Houston to Arkansas is going to still keep you within your Jupiter line. Because Jupiter lines tend to be wider than solar lines. And one of the things I found real interesting is that Jupiter is currently in Gemini and will be in Gemini until June 2013, which, of course, we know Gemini rules communication. Geminis are considered the psychics of the zodiac. And Gemini's ruling planet is Mercury, which rules things like and telecommunications and Internet and cell phones and everything like that. So I think it's really interesting that you're relocating at this time at a time when you've already made the decision to um, remotely communicate with your clients worldwide. I think this is going to be a real expansive time for you, Lois. Way cool. Yeah, I love that the Jupiter line is still here. The only challenge is that I really have to watch my weight. <laughs> I'm one of those people who physically expands on the Jupiter line. Yeah, yeah everything you say Jupiter, right? <laughs> I think I'm actually closer to the Jupiter line now than I was in Houston. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. I just to pass that along, that that's been you know in my thought the entire time that I've been hearing you talk. And I wondered if you had considered that. Yeah, I thought about that. You know, I'm, I'm really cautious about moving anywhere without checking with astral cartography. So that's an excellent thing to bring up. If people are going to relocate, they really ought to look at the astral cartography uh, at astronumeric services. I think that's really important. That's where I get it done anyway. So when did you become an astrologer? Well, I'm not an astrologer. I, I just, I just uh, take it as a hobby. And I, well, kind of I, follow, I kind of follow the energy. Of, go ahead. I kind of the energy of astrology. I really like Rick Levine. I like his yeah. work, and I like I like to see him. Uh, he does like a quarterly update that's on YouTube. That's really good. Um, I also like Roxana Muse. Yeah. And of course, I follow Robert Brown. You know who used to be in Houston. Did you know Robert? I did. Yeah, I got a reading from him once. Yeah, I think he moved to Seattle, but I think he's moved again. Well, there's that relocation thing again. I think yeah, spiritual I get relocated a lot. Yeah, I remember, um, I think it was right before that he relocated. It has to have been a long time ago. It's probably been 20 years ago since he relocated from Houston to Seattle. But that's what he had told me is that that would take him closer to his Jupiter line. 
Yeah, that's why I chose Houston in the first place. I was in Austin and I moved to Houston because it took me closer to my Jupiter line. Jupiter being the planet of expansion, abundance, uh, the benevolent father and all that stuff. Jupiter's a wonderful, good fortune line. And so are Venus and the sun and so on. But uh, for a writer like me, Jupiter's good. Jupiter's about publication and writing and all that stuff. So... Well, I appreciate your calling and talking to me about my Jupiter line and reminding me that I need to tell people if they're going to relocate, it might be a good idea to check their astrocartography. And again, sure. that's astro, astronumeric services is what I like. And then you said Rick Levine, you like him too. Um, you're going so, to keep uh, with your blog talk radio while you're in Arkansas? I'm doing it right now from my cabin. So, but like uh, here on forward, I'll I'll be able to continue to listen to you. Yep, you will. I guess since I'm here after sabbatical, I must be having some kind of uh, uh, separation anxiety. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing because I've been doing it. I can do it from from anywhere in the world. I've I've done blog talk radio shows from Bosnia already. I can and do you know, it from anywhere. Uh, can, I, can I continue to talk to you about crystals? Yeah, we've got about one minute left, but it'll keep recording. Live, people won't be able to hear it, but in the archives. Oh, okay. You're going to be closer to crystals. Oh, I'm right smack dab in the middle of them. You're right in the middle of them. Do you know Joel? Did you know Joel from Houston in the, uh, the Temple's Gate? Yeah, I did. I got a really, really large crystal from him, uh, Lois, right before that I moved from Houston over to Baton Rouge. I mean, really large. It's probably like yep. 18 inches wide by about 14 inches high. Wow. And yeah, go ahead. I love the energy of it, and I call it Mojo. I don't know why that name came to me, but it also came to me that, that it had Akashic Records because of those little triangles. I forget what those are called. That are on the crystals. They look look etched. Yeah. Yeah, record keepers are what those are called. They've got uh, information stored in them for whoever they pop up for. And then the other thing is that um, if they've got a parallelogram somewhere uh, near the where the the terminations meet at the near the bottom of the where the terminations begin, then the little parallelograms are. either past life if they're pointing to the left or pointing to the right future lives. Yeah, well, so. It must have been like within three months of my moving back here. Now, I've, I've been here in Louisiana over 10 years. I was gazing in my crystal, and it wasn't any kind of a special day. I remember it was a kind of a lovely afternoon, and I happened to look in the crystal, Lois, and before my eyes, this is similar to what you were talking about with remote viewing, there was there was like a film image that came through to me through that crystal. I mean, to me, it was clear as day. Of course, it was in black and white and grays, okay? Yeah. But what the crystal told me was is that it was from Atlantis. Wow. And Lois, what started off in the crystal was this beautiful scene had to have been from the Roman Empire because there were these there were these very handsome looking masculine 
guards that were dressed up in that Spartacus light costuming. And I could see movement, people moving amongst these arches. And I and I remember asking in my mind to the crystal, is this real? Then that that um that Roman soldier morphed into the blessed virgin. Huh. Then the blessed virgin, I could see her move oh slight oh slightly, and then the blessed virgin morphed into Jesus on the cross. Wow. And I said, so if this is in a past true, life. You think that had to do with past, past lives of the crystal? No, I think you were seeing one of yours. I think you were there. Well, I'm going to talk to you individually about that. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. I want, but, Joe, but Lois, I said, if this is true, show me that imagery all over again from the beginning. And it did. Yeah. And I've never seen it since. And that was 10 years ago, and I've tried so hard to gaze into Oh, that. but Bradley, that's the way spirit works. It shows you what it wants to show you, when it wants to show it to you, and uh, you don't get to control it, even <laughs> even no matter how long you're at it. I don't get to control it. It just shows up, huh? It does indeed. It just shows up. Or well, it doesn't. I think I think something in that in that arena is going to happen for you in Arkansas, you know, the 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 state where there's so many so many crystals. Yep, yep. I think so too. And I'm looking at a place I'm looking at finding a place in my condo in Houston cells that is uh in the middle of uh a, a surface mines. There are a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of property out there, um, not too far from Hot Springs. That are surface mines and people just live on it. How wonderful! So I'm, yeah, I may go do it. So we're going to have to wrap this up because um, you know, time's up. And um, so I'm so happy you called, Brad. And I need to uh, close the line and tell everybody bye bye. And I hope to talk to you again. Love and light to you. Okay, to you as well. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, I want to thank everyone for being here and listening today. This it has been a fun show about relocation and bilocation and then talking to Bradley, who was a client for a couple of years in Houston a long time ago. Um, it morphed into something else. And um, come listen next week. I don't know who it's going to be, but I'm going to start scheduling other people. Sometimes it's just me talking. Sometimes it's other people. It has been the past few weeks, other people. Um, But I will continue to do my radio show, my newsletter. I'm not going anywhere in terms of my relationship to you all. I am just moving my physical body. I can do what I do from anywhere, so I'm doing it from somewhere new. Love you all. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.